Hello everyone and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com uh, with me, obviously your resident pro trader Martin and uh, it's been a while hasn't it, been a very long time since our last podcast, uh, hopefully we'll be more regular with our updates in the future uh, but hopefully we're going to make up for that uh, kind of gap in time with what will hopefully be a really good uh, podcast for you here today, something that you can really learn from. I've said the word hopefully a lot there, I realise. Um, today's topic, goals change games. Okay, goals change games. Now, it's interesting, I came up with this topic because I thought, well, how many traders actually think about the fact that if a goal is scored, it can affect the game flow moving forward. Um, a lot of people, I think, don't think of that and they just think the game is going to carry on at the same tempo. Um, so I'm going to go through a few things here that uh, I think you can go through to make sure that you stay on top of the game when a goal is scored. So how do goals, firstly, how do goals affect the flow of a match and how do they impact our future trading of that event? So these questions are so important but few traders actually ever talk about them. And like I say, it does make me wonder if they actually consider them. Why should we care? Well, part of our presumptive edge when trading football on the Betfair Exchange is thinking outside the box, uh, trying to consider things that are often overlooked by other people, even by bookmakers, etc., that could prove the difference between a winning bet or trade and a losing one. Um, have you ever watched, for example, a free-flowing attacking game where goals look imminent? Then once one is scored, the game slows right down and one team is happy to defend and play out the game uh, and not trying to score again. And obviously on the other side of that, have you seen a slow game where no goals look likely, then suddenly a goal comes out of nowhere, which leads to the other team changing tack, and suddenly the game becomes more open and expansive. Now, I have. I've noticed this time and time again. Um, and I think the reason I focus on how goals affect matches and the game flow is that I got fed up with being caught out by these game flow state changes. That um, I decided to devise a way of combating it. Um, and I'll explain that in detail here. So, the first thing to think about is what can happen after a goal? So I've come up with three things that can happen after a goal. Number one, it could have no effect on gameplay. And the game flow will say exactly the same. So it might be an open attacking game. There's a goal. Doesn't change anything. It's still just as attacking. Um, I think this is rare. I think it's very rare that goals have zero impact on the game flow. Number two, it will make one team or the game as a whole open up and the game will become more attacking, which should increase the likelihood of a goal. So number two, a game slow, goal is scored, suddenly it becomes an open expansive game and a goal looks likely, another goal looks likely. Number three, it will make one team or the game as a whole shut up shop and slow down, leading to less chance of a further goal. So you might get a game between two top teams, two attacking teams, let's say... Uh, Man City and Liverpool for this example and 
Klopp and Guardiola known for their you know attacking expansive style of football now it might be a really open game attacking game at 0-0 suddenly there's a goal say Man City score and Man City decide I want to shut up shop they shut up shop Liverpool can't break them down and actually it becomes a very slow affair and no more goals are scored this can happen quite regularly so they're the three outcomes okay it doesn't have an effect or it makes the game more attacking, or it makes the game less attacking, more defensive. So it really is that simple. There are only three outcomes that I can see from uh, a goal and the game flow that will follow. So more importantly, how do we identify this? How do we see what is happening in front of our eyes? So obviously we need to be able to spot these changes. How do we do this? There are two really easy way, ways. Number one, if you're watching the game live, use what is often referred to as the naked eye test. Okay, What are you seeing in front of you? Has anything changed since the goal? Have the tactics changed? Have substitutions had an uh, effect on the game? Is there a noticeable increase or drop-off in the tempo of the football being played? That's number one. Use the naked eye test. You know, practice. If you don't feel confident with your own judgment, keep practicing. Keep watching. Note what happens. If you think a game slowed down, write that down. See how the rest of the game goes. Did it follow what you saw? If so, you're doing it right. If not, okay, fine. That's a learning curve. Let's put it into practice. We've got some feedback here. Let's try looking at it a different way. Let's try and see how we could have seen the game slowed down. Number two. If you're just looking at stats, check how many shots on or off target, corners and dangerous attacks happen in the next 5 to 10 minute period after a goal. This is quite a simple way to analyse hard data and gain a good idea of whether the tempo has been upped or slowed. So if you're looking at stats, you want to see that the stats are showing a clear trend that show what you're thinking or basically give you a clear trend to follow so if there's a goal and there was lots of shots on goal before the goal and suddenly the next five to ten minutes there's no chances there's no goals there's no shots on target you can assume that the game tempo has slowed down obviously the reverse of that if it was a very slow match there weren't many chances and then after a goal suddenly it's end-to-end stuff lots of shots on goal lots of corners lots of dangerous attacks then again you will know that the tempo is upped now ideally combine both these things the naked eye test and the hard data best way to do it okay if you can only use one or the other um, then you're gonna have to really learn to uh, use that data to your advantage but if you follow these steps you should be able to do that okay great we now know how to identify what's happening but most importantly how do we use this to our advantage? Well, once we've identified how a goal has impacted the gameplay, we can trade accordingly and use it to make money or protect profit we have already made. The simple equation to use is, if a game livens up after a goal, make a trade going for another goal or two to be scored. Then, hopefully, once a goal is scored, you can green up and reassess your position. 
Conversely, if a game slows down, you can enter an unders trade, backing no further goals or maybe, you know, under 2.5 or under 1.5 more goals than have already been scored. Giving yourself a cushion if a goal is scored. So you might not want to just back no further goals or because if, you, if a goal is scored, you've lost 100% of your straight, uh, trade straight away. What if I entered a trade before the goal though? Well, usually I will always cut bait after a goal. I will take a profit if the goal favoured me or a loss if it didn't. Why? Because then I can assess the game further before re-entering the market or deciding to leave it alone. The reason being, there is a good chance the goal will change the tempo of the game and the original trade I made may now, this is the key, may now be invalidated in terms of whether it is still value or not because I know there's a good chance the game flow will change after the goal. So we've got this information. That's an advantage for us. Lots of people don't use it. Lots of bookies don't think about it. Look at bookmaker odds, right? This is a great example. Watch something like Bet365. They will systematically, if a goal is scored, it makes no difference to them. They will just put the goal odds back up as if expecting another goal exactly the same way they were before. So we know that actually game flow does change. We can use that to actually have an advantage on the market. The most important thing we can do is use this information. The worst thing you can do is sit on it and not alter your trades after a goal. The worst thing you can do is just maybe a trade goes your way after a goal and you think, I'll just hang in there. Let's hope. You never want to be trading out of hope. Get out of that situation. If another opportunity comes, you think, do you know what? There's going to be another goal here. Re-enter the market. There's nothing saying you can't do that. I mean, I, I mention him all the time, obviously. Richard Foot, a massive influence on my trading. Been a Betfair trader, pro trader for over 15 years now. He will get into, he trades cricket, and he will get into cricket market maybe 50 times in a match, okay? There's absolutely nothing wrong with getting back in the market again um, if you see the value there. So don't be afraid to hedge your position and then reassess rather than just leaving it and hoping worst thing you can do what's the best news well if you're a member of betfair community betfair trading community um we're going to help you get better at your trading uh, the simple fact is and we've we've studied this we've done surveys the simple fact is you will have a much higher chance of making money if you trade with us than if you just try and go it alone um, so, you know, hopefully what we preach, like I say hopefully, I mean, the, the data's there to show that actually what we preach is helping traders make money. So I hope this helps. The reason I take time to record these podcasts and do all this stuff is ultimately to help improve your trading. So let me know if it helps. Uh, if you're on the forum, get in touch with me. Obviously, we've got the private coaching now on the forum. So only me and Ryan read the messages you post and can see it so if you want to have some private coaching if you want to talk one-to-one -one, it's great you can talk more personally about what your aims are your plans what you need help with within your trading any techniques and uh, kind of feedback you need from us we can give so get involved there if you're a member get straight on the uh, forum because you're missing out if not um, and get on the private coaching thread Obviously, we're looking to always improve our service at BTC, so I'll give you a couple of things that are coming up. 
we're working really hard on some horse racing software at the moment. Um, so we're hoping to release that at the end of the football season because obviously we know majority of people on Betfair trading community are football traders. They're going to want something to trade over the summer. Um, so the horse trading is great for that. Although, of course, there are still plenty of football leagues going on in the summer. Um, not many people think about that, but actually some of the best trading we do is during the summer. Um, secondly, I'm working on editing some filters, some strategies that members have come up with as well, testing them. Uh, a couple have actually already passed my test, so they'll be going on the members' filters uh, hopefully by the end of March. And uh, basically, I'm going to do a big update of the strategy section. So going to sort all that out and it's going to look pretty good. And hopefully, we'll even be able to get the filters selections on the strategy. So that all you have to do is click that strategy and you can already see what the picks are for that day without um, having to go through that yourself or find it on the stats software. So I hope that's helped, guys. Um, and I'll be back with another podcast very soon.